0: Right, hello, and welcome to the Codec Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter, and joining me oh, f- can't even talk. I'm so tired. I've I've actually started going to the gym again, and I've got a trainer who's making me box. Oh, I can barely lift my arms today.
1: Give <laughs> us a wave. For-
0: <laughs> f- you, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my arms are just on the desk.
2: Just- yeah.
0: You're not know, speaking
1: like an Italian like you normally do. <laughs> <laughs> I speak with my hands.
0: <laughs> do I have to start again? Uh joining me today, Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. Uh who is at Codic Moments on Twitter. And uh Annie Cornwolf. Buongiorno. Who is uh at I wanna corn say underscore Corn wolf. underscore Wolf.
3: Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh how you doing, guys? Quite oh, good. Good. Yeah. It's been a week since Easter, um, still got piles and piles and piles of Easter eggs lying around because when you look at it, you go, "I don't want to eat any
1: chocolate." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing too badly. Not too bad at all. Lots of chocolate. Lots of gaming. Lots of motorsport on.
3: Oh yeah, it's, it's as we're recording this, it's um, Azerbaijan Grand Prix weekend. Or uh, amateur so, hour,
1: as it's called at the minute. Yes. Yeah.
3: If, if, if you're vaguely interested, go and read what happened in practice
1: one. Uh,
3: I read about this on our on our group hangout
0: earlier. So, just just for clarity, a manhole cover got sucked up. I'm guessing by the aerodynamics of the car and yeah, the it. Aer-
1: aerodynamics is that good. Yeah. At yeah. Um, Monaco, they actually weld them shut. I was going to say aerodynamics. Is, is this a street circuit?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, that explains why it would be there. Because I, I thought they fixed them down in places.
1: Yeah, so one car went over it and dislodged it. The other car didn't see it, went over it, and it just completely annihilated the underneath of his car. And then, that's bad enough, but then it went onto the back of the flatbed truck with the arm thingy on it, um, and he was belting it down the track, went to go under a bridge, and didn't realise that his arm was like an elbow up a bit, and ploughed into it and just... I think he fractured the line and it all, all the oil weed into the cockpit of uh, the, the car that was on the back of the truck. Oh,
0: my God. That's just not ideal, is it? Yeah.
1: And it was a lot as well. Yeah. So I don't know what, what state the car's in.
3: Oh, there we go. What a comedy of errors. It yeah. is. And they, they cancelled free practice. Um, so only two cars got any time on the track. Yes, going could be an interesting weekend. Mm. Quite looking forward. To it. It's usually an exciting race anyway.
1: Yeah, they, it's a very tight track.
3: It is. It is, and um, and the the most disappointing thing about this is because it's entertaining to as a as a fan to enjoy, um, but they're probably not going to include it in this year's game. Disappointingly,
1: oh, how come?
3: I'd I'd quite like the ability to drive around the rescue vehicle oh. hitting bridges as you go. Oh, i thought you were at the track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's yeah because we've also we have had an announcement today that they're releasing the is it anniversary and legendary editions this mm. year because it's ten years that Codemasters have had the license, so that's the anniversary edition. But then the legendary edition is going to include Senna and Prost's yep. cars from their rival year. Was that ninety? Okay, oh, I want to say ninety-one or ninety-two. Was it ninety-one? Anyway, whichever year it's from, they're including them and the cars and special liveries and everything else. So it sounds like they're, um, it's a bit of an interesting addition this year. They're keeping all the old stuff, but chucking in quite a bit new and, and adding some challenges and races. You're going to drive as either one and face off over eight particular races, which sounds like it'd be quite good fun.
0: Yeah. that does sound yeah. awesome. Do you remember in Burnout how, when you played the crash mode, you had to like earn a certain dollar value? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like the easiest level in the world on a Formula 1 track, wouldn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) First corner,
0: (laughs) bye. $3 million. All right,
3: so uh, what have we been playing then? Who who wants to go first? It's a bit of a fight because we've all been playing the same thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ali, Ali, not so sure
1: well, I've, I've played a few. Di- I'll go first. I'll go first. All so, right, then. Right, go on. Um, set the precedent. We, set the precedent. We, we we have all been playing one game, which we'll talk about afterwards, so I won't talk about that now. But I've gone back on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, nice. yeah. Um, I want to try and plough into that a little bit more. I did my usual thing where, I, where I, I think there was a lot of games out when that first came out, and I did my usual thing of, I'm putting a lot of time into this. I need to back off a little bit because I don't want to not spoil the game, but kind of finish it and then go, huh, I've done that already um so yeah went back into that i'm only like level 18 i think uh, and i forgot how massive that game is so been playing that quite a bit and doing up my spartan assassin creed kind of guy yeah really enjoying it it's, it's beautiful to look at they've added quite a lot of stuff and i think they've just added some more dlc to it this week i think it was i can't remember what it's called but there's the advert kept popping up until i downloaded it because i've got the season pass for it so i just downloaded it to get it yeah
3: i've seen something about it and um because they've been making quite a big fuss since that first one that ruined something i'm not going to get into details because i have the, got the game set oh it there. was a
1: gender thing wasn't it the, i think I, they tried to do something I, and it, i'm but, not
3: entirely sure but each time uh, a chapter of the dlc gets released they seem to be Saying good things about it, say, "Oh yeah, the corrected mistakes, blah blah blah." But I haven't read the details because yeah. I'm, I'm saving myself until I eventually get around to it. I think it was the fate of Atlantis was the the DLC. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been playing that, and then I've also picked up on the PC, ooh, uh, Anno eighteen hundred. Oh right, oh, okay. I, I I love me a little wildy buildy kind of thing. Ah, oh, you, uh, you see, I'm I'm a massive fan of the
0: Civ series. I don't really. Talk yeah, about yeah. it, but yeah.
1: So yeah, I've, i I I really like them and looked at a few videos and a lot of people have said they've gone back to the roots with it and different things. So it is set in the eighteen uh, hundreds. You're having f- like farmers' fields to build and stuff, rather than the other ones that have been a bit more futuristic. Yeah, I'm. Um, I think I'm over halfway through the campaign already, and I only picked it up. On Tuesday, I want to say. i have seen a lot, then. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, but really good. Really, really enjoying it. It's the detail in the game is is crazy. There's so much to do in it. Um, I've played uh, eight hours as it's just popped up on on my screen So I can have a quick look on uh, play. If you're into those type of games, it's really, really good. There's a bit of a story to it. Some, your father's died and you you kind of rebuilding. His legacy, because I think you've either got a bad brother yeah. or, or something like that. To be honest with you, I've not taken that much notice of it because I just want to build the base and things. But you also do a bit of skirmishing where you've got to go and find the new world and, and whatnot. But it's very interesting. It's, it's very much unlike some of the games like this today, where you don't have to have things next to each other. You just have to have mm. like a storage unit within a certain distance. Whereas with this, the more efficiently you can build your base the better it's going to run and the more money you're generating. Okay. You can't have, because you start to mine for coal and then you've got to make glass and stuff and uh, iron bars and you have to make loads of different things. But obviously they generate pollution so you can't have that too close to your city because then your yeah. villagers get a bit disgruntled with the pollution and whatnot. Yeah. But I, yeah.
3: Was, I was a big SimCity fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. For yeah. a
3: long while and, and yeah, there's a lot of satisfaction, isn't there, in building those little it's, communities.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've played a lot of Tropico 5, I've been trying to finish that, mm. and but also the Jurassic Part one as well, and they're just, they're, it's, it's hard to explain, you're either into those kind of games or you're not, but you can sink so many hours into oh, it, yeah. Yeah. and tweaking it and then go, no, 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 that doesn't work, I've got to delete that and put it back where it just doesn't just knock, look pretty. Knock it all down and <laughs> yeah.
3: rezone it. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, uh, yeah. I bought Surviving Mars when it was in the sale at Christmas. And yeah, just that time sync, four yeah. hours alone on the tutorials, just yeah. getting through those and learning the basics. And it doesn't feel like it. You, you feel like you, you're just scratching the surface at that point.
1: Yeah. 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 So it's still been playing a bit of Division as well, but uh, the last couple of nights I've been sat playing that and just enjoying the music as well. It's got a lovely soundtrack to it. Nice. Yeah. Write yourselves.
0: Uh, I'd, well, kind of, I've had Titanfall 2, Sat on my hard disk for a couple of weeks because I picked it up in a sale for like four quid, and uh, with the news of Fallen Order coming from Respawn, I thought well, I mm. might as well boot it up and have a go. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Really cracking first person shooter, uh, and ah, uh, it's just lovely. Really nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you, what have you got that on your PS4? PS4,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with it for four quid. <laughs> it's, probably, no, no. it's probably the most no, no. value for any game I've ever had.
1: It, the story mode, from what I remember, is quite short, but it's really good. It's not as short as uh, their old Modern
3: Warfare-type campaigns. Uh, but, yeah, it's not not the lengthiest in the world. I've been no. playing for about,
0: what, two or three hours, and it feels like I'm about halfway in, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's just nice. It feels, it feels like a good shooter. The, the weapons feel weighty. Each one feels significantly different and unique. Sound design yep. is good. Love the stuff with the uh, with the Titans, yeah. The wall running, the movement, <laughs> yeah. Just really good, really nice little little game. I was, I can't remember if I've not played it before today. If I'm honest,
1: if I remember rightly, when it first came out, was this? Did it? Was it one of those stupid things where EA just swamped loads of games out? And yeah. although this was highly reviewed by you know re- reviewers and whatnot. I, from what I remember, there was—I can't remember what else came out at the same time. Was There it, was a few other games that swamped it. Was it? I think it's um, Battle. Uh,
3: no, I, w- I want to say I was going to say Battlefront, but actually, was it Battlefield One? It came out like a week before, or two weeks before, or two weeks after—something like that. It was really close. It came out at the end of October in 2016. So I think it was—I
0: think it was Battlefield
3: One. Yeah, and, it was, and, and it, was it came it, out on the time of Call of Duty. Um, or oh, what was at the time? Was that Black Ops 3 at that point? Uh,
0: no, I think it might have been Infinite Warfare.
3: Ah, uh, yes, yes. It will have been, won't it? It will have been because, mm. yeah, Infinite Warfare was after that. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it kind of just got swallowed up. It re- it did. It really got swallowed up. Despite the hype, it was big at EGX that year. Yeah. Um, we saw yeah. a lot of it being played, and it just didn't do what it was was expected, and I think it just got lost. <clears throat>
0: I'd, I wonder if it was a. I wonder if it was two fingers from either respawn or EA as well. Because if you think Zam, uh, Zampali used to be Infinity War, didn't he?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it may not have been. Um, it may not have been as well received at the time. I'm really enjoying it, and it it's just a nice change from a lot of the other stuff I've been playing recently. So, yeah, no, I think
1: yeah. I think it was well well received. It was just the fact that people didn't give it at the time because, like you say, Battlefield One came out and. There was a few other big releases around that time as well. And I think it's just the fact that they released it within, I think it was a week of Battlefield 1, and it's like, well, why don't you give it a bit more space? But yeah, yeah no, it's it's a lovely little looter shooter.
0: It's not a looter shooter, though.
1: Well, it's, I know, it's not as much looting in it, but <laughs> I just... Not, just yeah, just, not a great just, deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's just so 2016, not being a looter shooter.
1: I know, right? Or having a Battle Royale mode.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Although it's kind of, it has kind of spawned one, hasn't it?
1: Well,
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what about you, Doctor?
3: Uh, I, I started off, started off with a bit of Zanky Zero Last Beginning, which is a survival JRPG, uh, which I was reviewing. So, it's uh, reviews up on the site, and um, arguably has the most up story i have ever come across in the game <laughs> I, it is just unbelievable but so weird but actually surprisingly charming as well real real stereotypical characters that you you either like hate or just want them to die it is re- it's really odd it's really odd it's 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 actually quite hard to describe how strange it is and a little bit in fairness gotta say, a little bit uncomfortable it's had um, a number of tweaks before being ported to the West to remove not necessarily implied child sexuality, but it, it's to further remove it uh, just to get past the sensors and to get past, I think, I think Sony had something to say about what they wanted to release. Um, and it's not, it's not in the game, but there's a bit of an undercurrent and it's, it's, really, it's really difficult. It can be quite disturbing at times. Oh, okay. And it, that's not to do with what the activity is going on, it is um, the the premise is that um, you're surviving on an island. There's eight of you, and you're all clones, and you have a lifespan of 13 days. And if you die, you can be brought back. You can be re cloned, but you come back as a child. So you're in effect got a child doing with child with an adult mind doing adult things. That's why it's a bit. Near the knuckle, yeah. It's very, it's very weird, but strangely really entertaining. I'll probably make it sound a lot darker and worse than it really is because it, it, it sounds won't very go dark. It wouldn't have got past the censors <laughs> yeah, otherwise. I mean, <laughs> you, you're it makes... making it, you're making it sound a little bit Black Mirror. Yeah, it, you that, know what? Any Jimmy Savile would play. No, 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 no. You're definitely going down the wrong route. More, more. Tr- yeah, definitely more Charlie Brooker. What <laughs> that black
0: that Black Mirror episode
3: entitled U Tree. So yeah, I've been playing that. That is just damn weird. What else have I played? I started playing Mortal Kombat 11. Yep. Any good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. Have you enjoyed, your joypad yet? I am terrible at it. I have completely forgotten how to play a Mortal Kombat game because it's not like other fighters. But it is stunning. It really is. It's, it's slick. It's gruesome. It's fully featured. It's got shed loads of options. It's accessible. They've nailed it. They really have. And I'm, I'm only part way through the story mode at the moment. It, it's, it's really nice. Really, really nice. Any, any Mortal Kombat fighting game fan, definite recommend. And I haven't even got to the end of the story yet. Or taking it online. I'm dreading that part.
1: I was listening to the um, the Beat'em Up episode that you did, which was which really good. Um, my, my biggest thing with Beat'em Up games, I love them. I'm just shocking on them. I yeah, can't do all the combos here. and all sorts of stuff. And you're like, down back what?
3: i think this is where mortal kombat 11 comes into its own there are that many tweakable options you can you can adjust the input timing for recognition of the combo presses that you're putting in oh so you it's down to that kind of level so you can really personalize it you can swap in and out moves on certain controls it's it is unbelievable the depth it goes into to make it playable for everybody. And nice. I think that that's commendable, but also makes a really exciting game because you 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 don't feel like you're hitting that wall that sometimes you can get in fighting games where you hit one character you just cannot beat them cannot beat them. Well, this you feels like you've got options to go away and do it. So, but I, yeah, I, I need to play more. But it is it is good.
1: I think you need to do some streams map so we can watch you get beat. I, yeah, mullered. yeah. When I, on, when I go when I go online,
3: I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch to get be getting beaten to a bloody pulp. Yeah. And I, aside from the one we're going to get to, I've also started playing Days Gone. Oh, Oh, so how's that? Controversial. I I like it. I found it a little bit odd to begin with, I won't lie. Uh, The motorbike riding right at the beginning seemed a little bit loose. The movement is very solid. It's got its heft and weight. So, it's not quite as fluid as a third person cover shooter that you might expect if you've played Last of Us and are expecting that style of movement. It's not that. But actually, the story is drawing me in. The character development and the world is lovelily realized. It is really nice. Um, the uh, shout out at the moment is the audio design, it's because uh, it's got a full 7.1 option. And there's a lot in the area i mean, in at the moment, there's a lot of rain. There's a lot of freaker activity in isolated groups all around you, and you are getting it from all the right angles, and it's really quite immersive. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I am. I've I've switched it on. I thought I'm probably going to end up disappointed, and I might be by the end still. I'm not going to say that it's going to be perfect all the way through, but so far, solid game. Is it groundbreaking? Not yet, and it might never be. But is it enjoyable? Definitely.
1: Yeah, because it's 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 the it... It's getting a bit of bad press. I've not, I've not picked it up myself. Mainly, I normally will make up my own mind, but there's been a lot of bad stuff at the minute. So it's nice that you're actually giving it a, a positive spin because everything else, you're the first person that I've either heard talking about it or that I've read that's actually given it in such a. There's not really many negatives as such, apart from slightly loose controls.
3: I'd, yeah. I it took a bit of getting used to on that part, and the like I say, it's it's not the movement I'm used to. But I'll give a, a game the benefit of the doubt. There's usually a reason for those mechanics. Usually, it did remind me a little bit, tiny tiny bit of um, Siphon Filter in oh, terms okay. of the in terms of the movement initially. Be, mainly because, and I had forgotten this until recently, that, that Ben Studio actually made that game. They made, ah. they made three or four of them. And it, it got me thinking; it was a little bit like that, but it's not the same type of game at all. But there's there's lovely, lovely little touches with it. Y- yes, it's got the Horizon Zero Dawn stealth thing where you hide in bushes. Yeah, you, know, you, th- you could think, well, maybe they copied that. It's got a um, sound meter, so you have always right. visibly you can tell how much noise you're making because they're attracted by noise. So you've really got to be careful. And you you find yourself starting to play in that world. Is what would you do in this sparse landscape where you're being? hunted by humans or are going to get savaged by zombies if you make too much noise and you find yourself paying attention to it and really thinking about it. I've yet to get into the bike mechanics of fueling it and upgrading it and you know not being too far from it but so far like I say I I haven't come across anything I've really really disliked which made me gone. yeah this is terrible and I'm so far quite liking Deacon as a character. Oh, okay. uh, it still That's makes me good. think it's Daryl the game. It really it is but it's it's nice. It is nice. I'll let you know more as, as I get through it. Yeah, well, I'd, I
0: mean, I'd seen a couple of reviews, and I think the, the gist I was getting from it was it seemed like the, the plot was good, the story was, was reasonably good, went along at a, a reasonable pace when you got into it, but it just seems to be a bit buggy, a little bit buggy. Have you, you seen any of that? or
3: Not yet, not yet, but two hours in relatively limited areas I've been around, I haven't spotted anything yet. I've not come across a big swarm. Um, I've come across quite a few to deal with, but, you know, not a big swarm of Freakers, so um, I suspect that's where it might get really janky, if it's going to. Yeah. I've got a soft spot for
0: Bend, because that like, Golden Abyss was a cracking game. Oh, yeah. Resistance
3: Retribution, not so much, I think. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no. Re- Resistance Retribution was actually good. Really oh, no, good. wait. yeah, no, oh, it, it was the, the PSP one. It was the Vita one that was garbage, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you're thinking Burning Skies. No, you're right, I am. Sorry, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. it back. Sorry, Bend. Retribution was a really good game, and it also... Um, if you bought the cables, it outputted so you could play it on your TV. Oh well. As nice. well at full resolution, which worked really well. Yeah, yeah. No, I I so far so far I'm enjoying days gone. And yeah, want want to play more. It's sat in rest mode at the moment. It's it's ready for me to go back to. However, I have a feeling it, it's going to get turned off so that we can play the next one. I mean, I, I just uh, the the
0: point I was thinking about, you know, um because I'll be honest, it's it's had a, a slightly—I um, won't say troubled development, but it has been pushed back a bit, hasn't it?
3: Yeah. Mm. And yeah. I think
0: I, I don't think the enthusiasm, perhaps, is there for it at the moment. I don't know. That sound reasonable? That sound fair? Yeah.
3: And yeah. I think I, I, yeah. I
0: think part of it is—is is just look at the stable it comes from. You know, the with the the Sony exclusives that include God of War. You, oh, you mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last Spider-Man. of Us, I think Spider Man. It's it just feels like it. It just feels like it's perhaps been been dealt a slightly harsh hand by the fact it has been a bit delayed, and people just
3: perhaps aren't really chomping at the bit for it. I think maybe rightly a lot of people are thinking that's just another zombie game. It's it's oversaturated. We've had loads of them. They've done them in all different ways. What's different about this? And. And yeah, we'll fi- we'll find out. We'll find as we go through it. If it if it ends up just being a good story tale, I'll be happy. All right. So
0: speaking about just another zombie game <laughs> and swarms and swarms, we've, and no um, story, <laughs> no so <no laughs> Well, it has got story. It's just sort of really, really, really paper thin. <laughs> we've been playing World War Z. Yes, yes. We're British. We're not going to apologise for the fact that we're going to call it World War Z. That's right. just that's just a linguistic
3: thing that's happening. And yeah it's a co-op level based shooter it's it's yeah. just it's left for dead that's been reskinned <laughs> <laughs> pretty much essentially yeah.
0: it's got a few it's got a few you know things that are different about it I, the the zombie swarms are impressive when you're um, even yeah, on easy <laughs> even on easy yeah when you when you kind of absolutely see them coming in running in from the distance over buildings and just oh, it looks like a, a tsunami of people just running towards you at times, which is pretty awesome. And then and then they start to clamber over each other to climb up to where you happen to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and creating pyramids, as they call it, where they're, they're climbing up. Because you've not watched the film, have you, Andy? Where has no, Matt has, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I have. Um, and Matt's read the books and he's a, a fanboy. Well, Matt liked um, it
0: before anybody else did.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was cool before, it was cool.
3: Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, hey, 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 the... let's, let's get one thing straight. The film is not the book. Not in this <sighs> one. Not in this case. That was its entire problem.
1: Brad Pitt's not in the book, you know what I
3: mean? Yeah, but none of the other stuff that's in the film is in the book. <laughs> you sound like me when I
0: was 15 talking about Alan Dean Foster's Alien.
3: Uh, hey, you, can't, you can't start. The reason I read his books is I'm sure you bought me the zombie survival guide. Actually, that's true, I did. <laughs> it is your fault. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah.
0: But yeah, Well, War Z is actually quite a lot of fun in
1: co-op. It is. Yeah. 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 The, the only issue I've got, and I think we've all got the same issue, is the fact that you can't have a private online game if it has to be four people, just chuck a dumb AI in rather than, like we say, the the, the guy that wants to run along and... Just pick Sorry, up everything before you and
0: that, die a lot. And It's that usual thing of, um, and, and I think this is where it harks back to the fact that it he, is clearly inspired by a game from a previous generation in that there's there's no subtlety to the, the weapon selection or choice. So you you've got loads of different weapons. There's a lot of different things, and the levelling up mm. mechanic is pretty cool. The progression is pretty cool. But essentially, you open a box and a weapon appears, and the first person to grab it gets it. Yeah. And whilst yep. there's not any shortage of weapons, it can be a bit irritating if you have that guy in your group who's not a team <laughs> player and, like you said, either runs off the head, opens all the boxes, takes what they want, leaves the crap behind. Or, the thing that really annoyed me is when you lay, you've got, like, you can find these breaching charges. Yeah. Oh, yep. So you can open up, Secret rooms, um, which are stock full of ammo, and you know, a nice case with a decent gun or a heavy weapon or something special in it. And you always know that guy because you lay the breaching charge, and they're the one that stands right by the door. (laughs) (laughs) oh, they're going to go in and loot that and just be a knob, basically, aren't they?
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah, getting in front. And and like I say, it's 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 not it's not a petty thing, but the the thing for us is we like to check the corners, and we would get the breaching charges, and we'd make sure between the the three of us. (laughs) That we're geared up. Does anybody need this? Does Anybody need that? And it's like like a supermarket sweep. When you say when you say Grab check it.
0: your corners, you mean make sure Ali hasn't moved in front of you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in front of you. If if you want to, yeah. It's like
3: it's that first first level that you do if you do in New York, where even on the screen it tells you, you used silent weapons. And you all start <laughs> yeah. with silence weapons, and some idiot picks up a shotgun, fires a blast, yeah. and suddenly you're dealing with more than you ever want to deal with in the first two minutes.:
0: Although I will be I, I will put this out here as a public service announcement because I was that idiot at one point <laughs> when we're walking through that section. everyone's using silent weapons, and it's going very nicely, and I pick up a crossbow. Now yeah basically there is basically yeah. no tutorial in this, and there's certainly nothing at any point that tells you that the crossbow won't be a nice silent kill. No, they're explosive bolts. (laughs) You know, what I thought was going to be a nice, subtle... No, it was a...
1: bang.
3: (laughs) So, uh, oh dear. That started a little swarm. it. It, It works. It works well for the... There's a little bit of exploration. Not a lot. It's guided quite nicely through the levels, but it just filters you to the next swarm set piece. And the first few of those are really impressive, really impressive. And you do go, oh shit. When you see them coming
0: at you,
1: <laughs> yeah. when they're climbing over fences and each other, and it's, yeah.
0: yeah, I think the first one that you really, the first one that you really get is in that that you're in the atrium of that glass building, aren't you? And they yeah. just come swarming in through the front doors, yeah. and then piling up in the atrium. trying to get to you, but it's yeah. also that thing of um, none of the areas. If you go, if you go looking to certain areas, you can find choke points or you can find natural points where you can you can set up mm. and have them come towards you and and turn it into a bit of a, a kill zone. But actually, a lot of the areas where they set up these big battles and these massive swarms, you are vulnerable on all sides. Yeah, and they'll yeah. they'll come up yeah. in different places and they'll start to appear from behind you as well. So they they're,
3: they're a bit tricky. They are. They are. It yeah. keeps it. Yeah. it it doesn't keep you on edge, but it it makes you constantly aware of what's around you, and you have to you have to check each other's backs, particularly with the certain enemy types that if you get hit with you can't shake them off. You need co op support to get you.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's there's like a few enemy types like the bull and what what do they call it? A creeper?
3: Yeah, it is isn't it? The yeah, ones, they leap yeah. on
1: you and you you can't fight them off. You are stuck. Yeah, so you just pin there until someone else comes and deals with it. There is, um, so there are quite a few different classes as well, and I think, if I remember rightly, either one of the classes you get it, or you you can pay to unlock it, where you can actually fight them off. Okay. okay. But there's only certain, so there's about, I want to say eight classes, something like that, and then there's like a little skill tree within that, where you can customise it, because each little level, when you get to that threshold, there's... I don't know, up to five, I think, on some of them where you get to pick it, but you only have to pick one yeah. from it. So there's a lot of customization within that little game, if you like. So is there five different episodes or four? There's four, four? there's four countries.
3: So you've got New York, Israel, Moscow, and Tokyo. Tokyo? yeah. And Tokyo, okay. Tokyo is the one we haven't... Well, I haven't done it yet. I don't know if you guys have. No. 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 So the last one we did was Moscow, and that was just getting tough. Um, The, the first year, and yes... Full full disclosure: We're playing it on the easiest possible mode.
1: And I want to say again: Is there about five difficulty levels yeah, or yeah. more? Uh, yeah, I
3: think there's five. There's follow, five yeah. difficulty yeah. levels. We're on we're on number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One
0: one red skull icon. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: And you've got what three sections to each country? And yeah, we've yet to do the Japan one, but the Moscow one was starting to get quite challenging with the the sort of the final the yeah. last level we had to go out the final area where we were fighting them off was oh it was just mental it was it was all sides all types hundreds of them
0: admittedly yep. though it would have been less challenging had we not wasted all of our mortar rounds just going oh look there's a mortar i wonder where <laughs> i wonder where that lands if we fire it <laughs> oh it goes by that fence oh great oh hold on only only a handful of limited rounds in it ah by the time the swarm <laughs> came we had no ammo left <laughs> yeah yeah rookie errors so there you go, another public service announcement don't waste your mortar rounds
3: <laughs> now i've i've found it very satisfying to play actually it's not the deepest game yes there's the customization and the leveling up and the, the class variation it feels yeah. like it's probably going to hit a point where it ends up being a bit of a grind to do anything it's
0: also slightly grindy in, in the sense that you don't you don't earn your XP as you go. You have to get to the end of the level. Yes, and it's not. We I think we've all been kicked at one point or another. You know, by by
3: some kind of connection error or something else. Well, we we had that really weird one where we were all all three of us were playing, and we had random uh, random person with us who he was annoying us all anyway. But you two just completely disappeared, mm. and I was in the game with three other randos. Uh, the same random person that we had and two others but it was instantaneous it wasn't like something funny happened and everybody disappeared it was straight away yeah and if you if
0: you if you get disconnected you'd lose all your progress for that round yeah and that's again you know we're harking back to kind of the last generation it would be would have been nice if you at least earned partial credit
3: yeah i would yeah. say it's one of those things if you're not actively quitting if something happens then you almost you feel hard done to, and you feel like, yeah, well, hang on, I've just spent, I've just spent twenty minutes getting through this. I'd like to have earned something for my effort, and it's you know the matchmaking or whatever that's that's glitched somewhere or kicked or mm. done something you don't like.
1: Yeah,
3: but the actual gameplay is pretty smooth, and it's quite yeah. fun, and it looks really good as well. It does actually, yeah. It, it looks nicer than I expected. It's smoother than I expected. I do get a kick out of shooting hundreds I, of zombies. I'll be honest,
0: yeah, there, there is something massively satisfying about when when they start a pile on just just opening up at the bottom the bottom yeah. rung of that ladder and seeing them all. Yeah, because physics is good as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I should really lob a yeah. grenade into the bottom of the pile. Watch it explode them away, and then they'll all collapse.
1: I'd I'd love to see what the diff how the swarms evolve with, if you like playing it on a harder difficulty. You know, if we just went right, come on, let's just have a laugh. Put it on max to. and just see if that is a massive holy shit moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fire <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we need to do next then, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. That's when we find out it just equips you with a combat knife and a can of mace. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, what was it? Uh, it's, it's, it's good. It
0: is good. Uh, is it £35 good?
3: It, well, in seven days, it sold a million copies
0: i mean i paid 35 power for it and i'm not massively regretting it but then i loved left for dead and i think that's it if you if you enjoyed left for dead and you want something that's you know slightly more gritty and on on current generation then uh yeah, i'd
1: recommend it yeah 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 it's good fun and especially if you've got friends to play with you don't necessarily have to play with friends and you can do it on offline oh has anyone played you... it offline I had a little go, but it was really hard and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I um I played it the other day
0: and it what I found was actually because the four of you naturally group together, it's actually quite easy to kind of find a find a dead end and hunker down and let the let them come to you and then just really? pick them off. Yeah. That's a that's a really good tactic, but uh, I can't see it working as well with a a group of McRandoms.
3: No, no, it does feel like the game where you need a little bit of coordination. And don't get me wrong, we've, we've done three or four sessions where we've jumped in together, uh, two of us or three of us, and we've probably had a 50-50 success rate with who's joined us. So we, we've had yeah. one or two really good, and we ended up playing more games with them because, because it worked really well. And then we have had a couple of shocking people who just were not grasping the concept of the game more than anything else. It is, yeah. it is co-op, it is teamwork.
1: Yeah, massively. And you need that coordination, and I can imagine it being even more beneficial that you have got a party of four, or at least you outweigh the randos. So if it was the three of us and a rando, we can just say, ignore him, because he's going to die if you're on maximum difficulty. We'll cover these bits. Shout up if you need any help, which is unless you're on the mic with them and they've got music playing and the mum telling them tea's ready and all that kind of rubbish. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's, uh, hence the private party chat. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. What's for tea? Oh, I've had all sorts of stuff like that. Eh?
3: No, it's good. It's worth a blast. And I think we already have agreed we're probably going to go and play it after we've recorded this as well. Yes, yeah, so yep. let's, let's crack on. <laughs> <laughs> so have you got a quiz for us? I have. Yeah. So because we're, we're talking the undead and what do the undead like more than anything else? Brains. Swedish flat pack furniture. You, you have been spending too much time with me. So, I've got what my quiz is. Zombie, or Zombie. which is Swedish for zombie. I've what? got a list of names in front of me. <laughs> and I want to know, when I give you a name, whether the name is a voice actor that played a zombie in the Dead Rising series, or something you can buy at ikea
1: (laughs) yep definitely an andy star oh mate
0: you've you've become me you finally you finally see the world through my
3: lens (laughs) i actually i actually the exact concept hasn't been stolen but the the initial idea came from stuart neal who sent me a a quiz of a dm which was game of thrones character or master's golfer to see how well we knew the difference between them. And I thought, that's really good. But Andy doesn't know Game of Thrones, does he? So
1: Oh, man. Can you forward that to me? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah I'll, see. I'll send it on to you. I might I might do it right on the golfers, though. <laughs> you might have been fine on the golfers. But uh, but yeah, and that's also what our Game of Thrones quota for the SEO as well. Done. Excellent. Let's get on with the quiz. So I've, I've got about 30 of them here. Whether we want to do that many or not, we'll see how quickly we go. <laughs> and whether you two get really bored... Um, well I'll actually which one of you would like to go first I'll give you a choice go on then okay so first name and I want to know is it a voice actor who played a zombie in the Dead Rising series or is it a piece of Ikea furniture <laughs> Sabo Ikea no that's oh. Jeremy Sabo who played a zombie in Dead Rising 3 I'm absolutely sure that I've I've got <laughs> I've got a Sabo bookshelf somewhere right <laughs> Ali. Kalmbach. I care. No, that's Andrew Kalmbach. Oh. He was in Dead Rising 2. Right. Uh, okay. Third one. Andy. Hulto.
0: What's the ring? Hulto. Hulto. Can you use it in a sentence? No. <laughs> like, that's not it, going to happen. That's a nice. Please put my Hulto That's down. a nice Hulto in the corner. I'll just put my keys on it. <laughs>
3: or, or hello, Mr. Hulto.
0: Um, Hulto. I'm just, just to keep things fresh. I'm going to go voice actor and be wrong.
3: <laughs> yes, you're wrong. It's a, <laughs> for, it's a piece of furniture from I- IKEA, and it's named after an island off the Smaland coast. Lovely. What, what, is, what is it? it? That? Yeah. Just
1: in case people want to buy I did,
3: it, I didn't bother looking that up.
1: Oh, Matt. Oh, come on. That's basics. What's a yeah. halter? I need to know. i don't, now. Don't, don't care. We could be telling I just, people to get it in the front room, and it could be like a bog brush. It's your homework for afterwards. Ali, cups go. Voice actor.
3: Correct. Yes. That's Jodie yeah. Cupsco who was in Dead Rising 2. Of course it was. Of course yeah. it is, yeah. Okay, Andy. Yep. Peras. Oh, Ikea. It's a voice actor. That's Franz oh. Peras in Dead Rising 3.
0: Oh, I'm doing really badly
1: at
3: this terrible quiz. <laughs> it's, it's still not Mills and Boo.
1: <laughs> the train one was the best one. Touché. <laughs> <laughs> Ali.
3: Grunker,
1: IKEA, correct? It's yes, like a Swedish <laughs> No,
3: that's Charlotte
0: Grunker. No, I don't, yeah. I don't know.
3: <laughs> so no, that's actually Swedish for thingy, thingy, thingy. It's it's actually a grunker is a four piece utensil set. Thingy. you can put the IKEA website away.
0: I'm only doing it afterwards. You can see me. I'm, I'm not cheating, yeah. but I, I need to know.
3: <laughs> okay. So Andy
0: Cyril Cyril. Oh, come on, there's got to be a voice actor called Cyril something. Are
3: you going voice actor? But
0: it's
3: clearly it's a surname, be... remember? It's a surname. Oh, why not? I hope his name's Cyril Cyril. Like. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's Ikea. It's actually a Greek boy's name. What? Well, you
0: know that, but you, you don't know what what product it is. I don't
3: know what product it is. <laughs> right, Ali, you you're absolutely killing it at the moment. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, with my one point. Two points. Oh, no, no, two, yeah, two, two points. Two points. Two points.
3: Okay. Two points. Cura.
1: Voice actor. Correct.
3: That's Gabriel Cura, who was in the original Dead Rising.
0: Oh, and he's running away with it now. Andy. Stave. What's that? Stave. Stave. Ah, I'm going to go, I don't know, It's probably a toilet brush from Ikea or something like that.
3: Well, it is from Ikea. Correct. It's named after a place in Norway. Oh, there you go. Okay, Ali, over to you and Karg. Voice actor. Correct, that's Courtney Karg from Dead Rising 4. Uh, and I am going to skip a shed load and just go to the last two. <laughs> because otherwise we will be here forever. I do have a lot. Andy, yep. for you, it is the name Cullen. Cullen, oh, it's got to be...
1: It's got to be a bug brush. It's got to be an,
0: an, an angry Scottish
3: Ikea product. It is. Yeah, yeah. why is it? Uh, Cullen is actually named after the site of a famous lighthouse in Sweden. Is it with a K or a C? With a K. Yeah. What, what, what product is it? Yeah. Oh, well, he's a chest of drawers. A chest of drawers. <laughs> an there you go. angry looking chest of
0: drawers. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: about as entertaining as a chest of drawers.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean this one isn't even to win Ali because I think you have actually won. I think you're already three for two. Uh four what? four for two. Is it four two? Right. Well then, can you make it five two? A nearly a clean sweep. Jabber.
1: Jabber. I care. Correct. Ooh.
3: It's actually Swedish for jab, as in the boxing jab. Oh. So there you go. I uh, hope that's been vaguely informative. You learn a little bit of Swedish and care less about IKEA products than you did beforehand. Well, there you go. Five points to Ali, two points to me. Proving
0: that my what I thought was going to be my uh, indefatigable knowledge on IKEA has failed
3: me. You know, if I had to put a bet on beforehand, I'd I'd given you that quiz. I'm quite disappointed. If
0: you'd, if you'd have just used like IKEA UK products, I'd have probably been all right.
1: Most of them were Ikea UK products. No,
0: one. one I was cheating, I mean,
3: (laughs) looking. So there we go. That's good. That's a good quiz. Zombie voice actors or Ikea products. A quiz you never thought you'd hear, but this is Kodak Moments, so what do you expect? Yeah. (laughs) You could have called it Flat Pack or Flat Lined. Yeah, it's actually a better title, but you're too (laughs) late with it
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, what, what else have we got then? We've got the Heaven's Vault interview that we did uh, over at egx so it's a uh, not old as such but it's from a while ago uh, but the game is actually released is it this week
3: it was released last week so last oh, week. so the point of recording the game is about 10 days old and it's getting some really good reviews and it was something mm. we were really interested in and, and you spent quite a bit of time talking to that lovely man
1: i did yeah and and i had quite a bit of time with the game which which was lovely It was a, not a typical game that i would normally go for but the art style and the way it plays is, is really good. and um, So you're going to hear that interview now. Uh, so we're here with, uh, with Joe uh, from Ingle Games, just talking about Heaven's Vault.
2: Um, so if you could just tell us a little bit about the game um, sure. and, and the inspiration for it. Sure. So uh, Heaven's Vault is an archaeological narrative adventure. So it's, um, it's starring an archaeologi- archaeologist um, called Aaliyah Alazra and her robot sidekick called Six. So it's a yep. sci-fi game. Um, in which you explore various different moons, and you, and as an archaeologist, her main job is that she finds, she explores these ruins, and she finds various different inscriptions in an ancient language. Yep. And so our core mechanic is that you go in and you, you solve these as puzzles. You, you find various inscriptions, and we've created an entire ancient language purely yep. for this game for you to decipher. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a real working actual language so yeah. um, but we don't it, that sounds quite harsh because learning a language is really difficult um, but we like to think of it as like the guitar hero of linguistics yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we don't make it too difficult yeah um, but it's it's a real language nonetheless
1: okay yeah so, so when I was playing the game, um obviously like the languages came up so you find the inscriptions and, and rub it down. Yeah. Um so is there a, as you progress through the game is there a, like a right and wrong way or is it each individual um player's is
2: it is the language unique to that player? Yeah, so um the language is consistent in that like everyone who plays the game will get the same language. Right. But as you explore the world you might find totally different inscriptions. Right. And then depending on how you translate it different people might translate it rightly or wrongly, right. but either way, whatever answer you give, that will feed back into the game's narrative. So right. you might arrive at a site and um, you might think, oh, this looks like um, a secret garden, but yeah. someone else might think, oh, I think it looks like a graveyard. Right. And okay. whatever you choose, she will then feed that into the narrative and she will talk about it yeah. based on what you chose.
1: Right. Okay. So, so that does make everyone's gameplay completely unique Absolutely. and different. Yeah. 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 Lovely. Um, I noticed. Um, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, the, the robot that's with you is very much a little bit like Johnny Five. Oh yeah, is that the yeah, inspiration yeah, no, for that?
2: Short circuits, like a strong yeah. influence for us. We kind of have a lot yeah. of nostalgia for that. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. obviously, uh, loading up the game, I didn't realize uh, until you kind of get into it and the, and the robot appears that it is very sci-fi. So, yeah, is it
2: set in the future? Um, yeah. So um, I mean, it is sci-fi. Whether it's set in the future or not, like that's yeah. kind of a, a part of the the game's. Uh, kind of um, lore that we don't really tell you very much about. Yep. Um, in fact, in, in some ways, we like to think of it less of uh, a sci-fi game and more like we like to think of it more like a fantasy game that yeah. happens to have sci-fi elements. Yeah. And in some ways, that, that shares a bit in common with um, Star Wars because right. although Star Wars is clearly sci-fi, it also has this kind of mythological, slightly like fantasy element to it. Yeah. And we really like that. Tone, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so when when I was playing the game, it's, it's unbelievably engaging. So it kind of reminded me a little bit of Tomb Raider, yeah. but kind of pretty much strip out all the combat where yeah, whether yeah, there is yeah. any in it. Uh, and it's just so much
2: fun just walking around like the garden that I was doing, trying to decipher what it is, cool. trying to find different ways in. Yeah, my um, co-founder likes to describe it as uh, a chatty Uncharted. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, got that kind of third-person exploration. Yeah, but like it's not about shooting; it's about kind of relaxing, puzzle-solving, um, and like learning about the the dramatic plots um in the game's narrative right. and all that kind of stuff yeah
1: so so in the game as well there are bits where you can kind of uh, knock down a door if you want to or leave it or try and find a key so does that mm. does that alter the gameplay as well it is a, a yeah. possibility where you could say knock down a a door or something but then that could crumble
2: somewhere else so you might not see something does yeah, that absolutely. impact the game so like as a company we're quite known for making Highly branching narratives. So previously we made a game called 80 days in which you can explore around the world in any way you like and visit Up to almost 170 cities. but on a single playthrough you might only see 10 or 20 Um, But in this game, it's a bit different and it's still very branchy, but it's more it's a much more subtle branching in a subtle way so most people will see roughly the same content, more like um, 80% the same content, but that content they might experience in totally different ways. So they right. might approach the same level in totally different ways and find totally different ways um, into the, uh, the, the dig sites, or right. they, might have, they might talk to the characters in totally different ways. Okay. And the game kind of dynamically adapts the narrative to um, to fit what, how, whatever your play style is.
1: Ah, okay, yeah, no. So, um, I think you mentioned earlier this is the first game that you've put onto a console. Yes. Um, yeah. What are the challenges been with, you know,
2: making your first game onto a console? Because I imagine it's a bit of a, uh, a step the, up. The challenges have been numerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, me and my co-founder come from a console development background. Okay. But, but nonetheless, like all our previous indie games have been um, kind of initially mobile games. Yep. Um and the longest we ever spent making a game was about a year. Right. Um so on 80 days we spent about a year. Um this game we spent three years on it so far, and it's our first kind of fully 3D game, right. although the characters are kind of hand-drawn 2D. Yeah, yeah. Um so it's got a bit of a unique art style. Hmm. But yeah, like from a technical point of view, and I'm kind of like the technical lead, it's it's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. also our first completely brand new IP, and right. and that is extremely challenging as well. Like I think one of one of our strengths is that we have a bit of naivety about how difficult it is to do something. So yeah, yeah. we've gone all in and gone ambitious with like a console game, new IP, new art style, yeah. new game Why mechanics. I was <laughs> like, okay, yeah, this is quite hard actually. Uh, we're, yeah, we're quite yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was it the decision
1: with yourselves just to put it on the PlayStation or are you looking at possibly moving into like the Switch and, and things like that eventually? Uh,
2: we'll see where we go. Uh, We've got six months of exclusivity on PlayStation. Right. That's our core focus right now. Yep. And we're gonna do a simultaneous release on Steam as well. Okay, lovely. Uh, well, have you got a rough release date for the for the game yet? Uh, we're aiming at early next year, so early right. 2019. Lovely, right. well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. much, cheers. cheers.
3: Well, that was interesting stuff. That's good to hear.
0: Okay, so don't forget, if you want to uh, hear more of our episodes, any of our back catalogue, you can go to codecmoments.com and check those out. And you can also see uh, some of these games that Matt's been reviewing, like, um, I don't know, what was that one you were playing today? Zanki, Revenge.
3: Zanki Zero, Last Beginning.
0: Zanki Zero, that was it. Yeah,
3: and um, God's Trigger, which you did last week, that was good. I enjoyed that. God's Trigger was a great little game. It's like 12 quid as well, just go and buy that one. That was really good. <laughs> Uh,
0: So all of this is available at codecmoments.com. If you want to tweet us, you can do that to Matthew. You can tweet at codecmoments, or uh, you can tweet me and Ali as well. And uh, yeah,
3: we'll be back next week. We will. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through Podbean. And enjoy yourselves. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.